Hello, and welcome to the Flaming Table Podcast. I'm Peyton, along with Kenneth. And what are we going over today, Kenneth? We are going to go over the life and times of the Ryback. We're going to go over Skip Sheffield. And then we're going to go to his main event run as Ryback that didn't actually last that long. And then we're going to go to him doing absolutely nothing on the end. All right. So after that, let's, let's, let's just jump right into the TNA genesis of Ryan Allen Reeves, a.k.a. Ryback. All right. So let's, let's jump right into it. Ryan Allen Reeves, born November 1981, after leaving college twice, decided to become a pro wrestler. He trained. He's in, not from the South, by the way. What's that? He's not from the South. Not, no, 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 Las Vegas. Las Remember Vegas. that. Yep. So he decides to become a pro wrestler, starts training. And then, you know what? You know what? You know what Ryan Allen Reeves sees? What does he see? He sees a, an advertisement for the million dollar tough enough. Wow. Not to, not to be confused. Yeah, millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Not to be confused with the tough enough that uh, the backyard legend, the lizard, applied and failed for. Ooh. Million dollar tough enough. And nothing nothing became really of this. I mean, uh, he, got, he got accepted to tough enough. And he was the last eliminated into tough enough. But the, the Fed's like, hey, hey. We'll sign you to a developmental deal at Deep South, Deep South Wrestling. And you're going to be there for 10 years. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. no, no, he went to Deep South, then he went straight to Ohio Valley Wrestling, OVW, our homeland. Right. Homeland OVW. Of course. So Reeves would surprisingly suffer his only wellness policy violation in 2006 while he was in OVW. And, yeah. Did you know that? Surprising because, you know, debut right back. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yank to the gills. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was his that was his only wellness policy violation. And it was in developmental in two thousand six. And do you know what he said it was for? Like you know what he said he was? Like what was it? Of course he said it wasn't it wasn't steroids is what he said. He said it was like oh. some over the counter uh, Just not steroids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was like over the counter uh some medication to like fight like testosterone, like I don't know. It was like it was what? something weird. <laughs> to fight testosterone? No, it was like to like I guess not make him look like he's on steroids. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that so, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that was in two thousand six. And in OVW he went as Ryan Reeves. Didn't have the Ryback gimmick yet. But he but, was a silverback. Yeah, yeah. He was he started a team called High Dosage. And you know what High Dosage did? What did High Dosage do? They did nothing, really. I That's mean, I... they lost a lot uh, to people like Cody Reynolds and Sean Spears. You know Cody Reynolds? That guy, he sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. All right, so... Cody Rhodes. All right, this is interesting. Do you know who Sean Spears was? I believe I do, actually. Who do you, who do you think it was? Um, 11 minus 1? Yes, yeah, yeah. It was Ty Dillinger. I had no clue who Sean Spears was. I knew he was Gavin Spears. I didn't know about Sean Spears, though. Yeah, yeah. He went to Sean Spears, and he was a tag team with uh, old Co- Cody Reynolds. And, wow. And the Look at the two career paths. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah, Cody Reynolds, Sean Spears, lost to them a lot. He and, was on EC 
wasn't he? Gavin? Oh, yeah, yeah. Todd Dillinger, he had, like, some, like, jobber matches. But even, I remember seeing, like, he had entrances, didn't he, in ECW? Yeah, he was, he was like, a part of the show for, yeah. like, weeks or something. Along with Tyler Rex, which we will be getting into shortly. Yeah. But, yeah. Rightest Rob coming up. After this tag team run, uh, he lost to a bunch of dudes with uh, with the, team, the tag team high dosage. So Reeves would be fired from OVW later just to be re-signed. Uh, and you know what he would do after he got re-signed? What would he do after he got re-signed? He got fed the OVW Heavyweight Championship. Like they just, oh, what? Like, after getting re-signed, he re-signed, like he re-signed with OVW as Ryback. So this is the first Ryback gimmick. Wait, so he he starts as Ryan, and then he becomes Ryback, but then later he goes to Skip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, why would you go to Skip? Starts as Ryan Reeves, like the tough enough dude, and gets fired. Comes back as Ryback, which interesting, like interesting, like enough. The reason he was called Ryback was, I mean, his name's Ryan, and in high well, school he played football and baseball, and he was like. Like he started like, like lifting weights and stuff whenever he was little, and like so he was big all through high school, and people called him the Silverback. I'm just imagining little baby Ryback. Yeah. Super, but. Yeah, like it, he was big even back then, and like, so yeah, they called him the Silverback, and yeah, he would. Then yeah, he went to college for baseball, by the way, just just to throw it out there, and so yeah, he came back as Ryback, and. Shortly, like whenever the WWE cut ties with OVW, uh, they transitioned to Florida Championship Wrestling, and where he teamed with Seamus O'Shaughnessy. Well, that O'Shaughnessy guy. Yeah, hmm. I, wonder, I wonder what happened to him. Uh, what he's was... underrated. I'm just going to say that right now. Seamus is underrated. No, he's, he's pretty underrated. He's, 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 a, a... he's a good wrestler. He's a good wrestler for a Fed guy. He has nothing on the right back, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he would re-debut as Skip Sheffield. Of all things, you could debut as. So, yeah. What Tell was me. the origin of the Skip Sheffield name, by the way? Like, I don't know. It was probably Vince. How... <laughs> Vince is like, we need another double. Double S. We, we got rid of double J. Now we need double S. We've had like 40 double A's, probably. <laughs> but... All right, Kenneth, tell me... Uh, Tell me, give me, give me your thoughts on the Skip Sheffield gimmick and how and like what what is the Skip Sheffield gimmick for people listening who don't know? The Skip Sheffield gimmick was basically just Southern Mojo Raleigh. <laughs> yeah. Like he's really hyped and he's he's doing a really horrible like country accent the whole time and it's great, but horrible. Also, his his catchphrase, his certified catchphrase. Oh was... no 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 no. Oh? Let's let's wait for the catchphrase. Wait for the catchphrase? Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. All right. Uh, spots early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah. <laughs> another, another weird thing, uh, after watching this match that we're about to highlight, uh, like, whenever he does his entrance, it's so weird because, like, he, like, runs, and, like, the, the way the FCW arena is, like, organized is weird already. It's like they come in, yeah. from, the, they come in from the side. And so, like, he runs, jumps on the steps, Runs like he's going to go in the ring, like, on the apron, and then he just, like... He just jumps off. Yeah, he jumps off and then does, like, and then runs around and, like, gives high-fives to the crowd, saying his dumb catchphrase, and... Yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah, in FCW. Just Southern Mojo. <laughs> in, in FCW, Skip Sheffield would have classics. Cla- absolute five-star classics, six-star Meltzer ratings with legends. Legends like Tyler Rex, Justin Angel, Seamus O'Shaughnessy. Oh. And, yeah, we're, we're and? You want to you wanna go ahead and highlight uh, the... Yeah, I'll highlight this. I'll highlight the Skep Sheffield versus Tyler Rex match because yes. that's a good way to like that's a good way to gauge him like how he was in FCW, I think. So So Skip comes out and his theme song is just <laughs> it, it starts with his catchphrase, actually. But no no, don't 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 say the catchphrase yet. Don't say the catchphrase what? yet. Oh no 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 no, no it's... I just need to say the catchphrase. Okay, 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 yeah. Go for it, go for it. His, his catchphrase is just yup yup yup. Yep. That's it. <laughs> it's the it's the Kevin Jeez. Owens the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn before the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn was cool. Think of that. Yeah, just yep. But um, yeah, his theme song is just that at the beginning, and then really generic rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, during this match, for some reason, Wade Barrett and a young boy Byron Saxton are on commentary. Oh, that was Byron Saxton. Yeah, that was Byron Saxton. You can I... recognize the. No. I... I just thought it was some. Voice. I thought it was like some skinny white dude with Stu Bennett. <laughs> Byron Saxton. Byron Saxton is very much not a skinny white man. Oh yeah, I I, I know that now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, for some reason he was commentating at that point. Yeah, yeah, but I thought that was weird too. Match starts off and uh, Sheffield is face. Mm-hmm. Because Rex shoves the referee in front of him to escape from the Ryback. Yeah, and Rex with Ryback. the Rex with the uh, surfer gimmick. Yeah. Also, the super generic surfer music. Yeah, it was really bad. That was. I'm 99 percent sure that's stock music. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure everything was, especially in FCW. Yeah, FC- like at yeah. that time, they didn't have uh, the the dude they're using now with music, the C uh, the CF whatever. CFO. Yes. Yeah, yeah. CFO dollar sign. Yeah, they they didn't have him. Uh, and Jim Johnson sure as heck wasn't going to m- make his own music for it. some FCW jobbers. Yeah. They gave Cesaro, they just gave him Dean Malenko's theme. I was about that. They just, they, they just gave it to him <laughs> <laughs> for a, like a month or something. But, yeah. So the match starts off, and like Rex gets the advantage due to the referee shenanigans. But Skip goes up to the top and actually hits a diving double axe handle, which really surprised me. Because it's it's Skip Sheffield. Mm-hmm. Why is he going off the top? And um, at some point in this match, uh, Skippy Boy, he like snapmares Rex, and then he smacks him on the back of the neck after saying, "That's what I call a redneck." Yeah, <laughs> that's either the best or the worst thing he's ever done. <laughs> I don't know. And then of course he, you follow that up with an airplane spin. Oh yeah, the crowd popped for that airplane spin. They so yeah they. And so did so did Byron Saxon. Like they, they pushed that so hard. Like, oh my, it's an airplane spin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the entire time, commentary are just saying, "Oh, Skip Sheffield, he's so energized." Yeah, yeah. That's all they say about him. And uh, yeah, so Rex rolls out after that, and um, like Skip goes out, he throws him back in the ring, and then he tries to go in, and Rex hits him with like a hot shot where he like drapes his neck onto the ropes. But, like, he didn't put any force into it, so it just he just very lightly shoves him 
onto the ropes and he bounces off like it's death. It was it's like if I did that to you, like week one of wrestling training or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so a lot of no selling from both people because you know green. Yeah. And uh, so at one point Rex locks Sheffield into a submission. Do you know what it was called? By any mm, chance? Not no. It was really awkward. Whatever it was. <laughs> like he's digging his knee into Robex's leg. And like, he also has his arm wrapped around his his throat. No clue. Like, I couldn't figure out what it was for the life of me. It just looked bad. The Rex TF is what he should have called it. Oh, dude, that's so good. <laughs> but um, they're actually getting a reaction though. Oh no, no, no! The FCW crowd loves loves Skip Sheffield and Tyler Rex. <laughs> Tyler Rex, a, a former FCW heavyweight champion, by the way. Oh, of course. But, um, yeah, Skip gets out of the submission, and the crowd is actually, like, behind him and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, every FCW clip I've ever seen, like, the crowd is dead. So that really shocked me. But, um, so he hits Rex with, like, a couple running double axe handles where he just kind of goes, eh, and flails his arms at him. Yeah. And, uh, he hits a vertical suplex, and then he actually transitions it into a backdrop. Like the technical wrestling god that Sheffield is. <sighs> and uh, it gets a two count, but then Rex just no-sells it, Road Warrior style, and he just <laughs> like pops up onto his feet. Oh, my God. It was really bad. Like, did you notice uh, like the commentators just, like, like going back to, like, uh, where he's a former FCW champion, Rex, uh, yeah. they're like, Wade Barrett is pushing Tyler Rex so much. Like, former FCW champion, former ECW superstar. Yeah. Like all, like, all this stuff. Like, being a former ECW superstar meant that much, though? Yeah, yeah. I mean... <laughs> I did, I had no clue he wrestled in FCW at the time, too. Or not uh, ECW at the time, I'm sorry. But. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Uh, I just knew he was, like, a SmackDown guy for a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. I, I, myself, was a big Tyler Rex mark, uh back whenever he was like debuting and and on SmackDown. Like I, I Did rocked. you like his finisher? What's that? Oh Did you like his finisher? I mean I didn't really notice at the time. I was I was at a younger age. Right. I just loved the look and I one of my highlights my first ever WWE show was a live event, uh SmackDown live event, uh and Tyler Rex wrestled in my God, I was the only person in that arena. <laughs> only Tyler Rex marking Mark. out for Tyler for Tyler Rex heel Tyler Rex. Some like like ten ten year old kid just marking out for Tyler Rex. So we got to cover Tyler Rex. Oh yeah, point. at some point, yes. maybe a few. He goes from surfer to like unstoppable killing machine. Yeah, in like a year or something. But yeah, after uh, after Rex no sells the hell out of that move Uh, he tries the irish whip skip but he counters it into the over the shoulder boulder Boulder, holder yep and he wins clean also that's just the backpack stunner it's it's just that yeah the the move that ryback has since said he regrets yeah to do oh did you notice the uh the wardrobe malfunction in the match 
I did not. Well, uh, did she get Ryback flashed? No, Ryback like his like his trunks like moved over so you could like see like a lot of his like butt cheek. And you know what? Happened? Oh, you know what? Wade Barrett decides to do. No, what no, no. Yes. So you just said that. You asked, asked me why? Why am I looking? Wade Barrett asked. Uh, this is how I noticed. I didn't even notice he had a uh, malfunction until Wade Barrett on commentary points out the wardrobe malfunction, and oh. a young Byron Saxon says, "Why are you looking?" <laughs> and then just complete silence for about about twenty seconds. Oh, that's great. And then there yeah, the finish happened. So. Yeah. You know what? Byron Saxton wasn't that bad of a commentator at that match. Anyway. Uh, it wasn't that bad. I, I mean, at least I didn't notice anything. I mean, I didn't notice it was Byron Saxton, so yeah, he's doing something yeah, good. Yeah, but yeah, for for where he was at the time, like he does get better. He yeah. Yeah, and, so. he, and he got a better look too. Yeah, he he wasn't as big yeah. or anything. He's kind of like Beta right back. Alright, so let's. You ready to go right into the NXT promo? Sure. Alright. My name is Skip Sheffield. Describe Skip Sheffield to you. I'm one crazy corn-fed meathead, that's who I am. I go out to that ring full throttle each and every night, you know, paddle to the metal, that's what I do. Am I the smartest guy in the world? Heck no. Do I have any specialized training? Heck no. You know, do I know Kung Fu, Taekwondo, MMA? Heck no. You know, I'm an entertainer, that's what I do. I put smiles on people's faces, and I know I'm darn good at it. I'm a runner and gunner, a shaker and baker, mover and groover, muscle with hustle, you best believe that. You know, when I go to that ring, my opponents are gonna know. Skip Sheffield serving up knuckle sandwiches and slices of humble pie all night long, if you know what I mean. To be presented with an opportunity like this, I guess you could say an opportunity of a lifetime, you know. I have wanted to be a WWE superstar since, I would say, about the age of 12 years old. And it, I'm living out my dream right now. Am I going to make the most of it? You best believe I'm going to make the most of it. Now it's time to put the pedal even further through the metal. Got to go full blast right here. Skip Sheffield is going to win WWE NXT. Hands down, no questions asked. Yip, 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 what it do? That's my catchphrase, people at home. Yep, yep, yep. What it do? Catches on like wildfire. It makes you feel good, good for the spirit. All right. Uh, so that promo was. It was. It was a thing. Yeah, it was NXT. <laughs> it sure did happen. Vintage uh, NXT. Uh, so my first thoughts is that coming from a dude. Uh, that lives in the heart of the South. I want to know. I don't know if this is the heart of the South, really. I mean, this it's kind of like it, we it's have, kind of like the colon of the South, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. We have a bunch of rednecks, and so the, I am allowed to critique his his Southern accent. Of course, it's it's not good. No, no. And it's it's like it's like Lana. Like, but she has a pretty good Russian accent. Yeah, she's but... way better at that. What are you talking about? No, no, no. <laughs> but but she but but you notice times where she loses. Oh yeah. You can hear. Uh... But it's like that for the whole promo, though. Yeah, yeah. Right but back. no, no. The beginning of the Skip Sheffield promo was like really like, like he was trying to emphasize the Southern accent, and then whenever he starts talking about his, uh... whenever he starts talking about uh, growing up watching wrestling, 
He just gives up. Yes, it's just it's <laughs> it's just Ryan Reeves Ryback. That's what it is. And so yeah, that's what I thought. Just yeah, and this is the NXT that uh that had Daniel Bryan yes. be trained by Miz. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, that was that was that. And so now now we can talk about the yep 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 what it do. <laughs> of course, and and he 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 makes sure like he's wearing a yep 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 shirt. Yeah, he he has to let you know. Yeah, but that's he's like, his that's my catchphrase. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's just uh, yep yep yep, what it do? I mean, it's just it all. Oh yeah, and he says uh, he's just genius, really. He's, oh yeah, he's a. I heard Jim Cornette marked out over this. I'm joking. I, I don't know if he did. <laughs> I hope he did. Uh, but dude, he came up with the yes thing before Dana Bryan. Yeah. It, but I'm, uh, uh, he says after saying the yep, 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 uh, makes it feel good. Good for the spirit. That yep, 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 what it do. Skip Sheffield does make me feel good. <laughs> makes my spirit feel good. In several ways. <laughs> All right. So now we can talk about uh, his NXT days. Skip would be mentored by the, the amazing, amazing William Regal. That's without sarcasm. Yeah, for real. I love, I love Thank William you. Regal. Yeah. Uh, in the first season of NXT, and I, I loved watching this as a kid because I was uh, I just got into wrestling. I mean, like in around 2009, and uh, I remember I would watch ECW hardcore, hardcore. I was a ECW fan. Yoshitatsu, Sheamus. I was really upset whenever Sheamus left ECW to go to Raw. Oh man! I was so upset about that. But yeah, because you didn't get Raw at the time. Uh, I mean, I would, I mean, I got raw, but only in the summer, or not only in the winter. Okay, yeah. Because like some dumb tree was blocking my satellite, so <laughs> like I was, like, yeah, uh, I was a really big ECW mark because I got the Sci-Fi <laughs> Channel, but I didn't get USA. And yeah, like I got SmackDown because it came on like the Fox Channel. We'll get into where I really started. In yeah. A bit. But anyways, uh. First season NXT, Daniel Bryan, Darren Young, uh, David Otunga, uh, Husky Harris, uh, Michael McGillicone wasn't there yet, was he? Uh, no, he was, he was season with, two. He was with Loki, that's right. He was the Genesis. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the Genesis. Of uh, Barrett, uh, who else was in the first season? Am I missing anybody? Uh, Michael Tarver. Yeah, not Sheldon Benjamin, I mean. Yeah. You heard that, right? Yeah, um, uh, whenever yeah, Vincent Man Vincent Man called him out in backstage. Yeah. Excellent question, Sheldon. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Who was it that told that story? Was it Kenny Kennedy? Uh, I thought it was Hawkins. They both might have told it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I remember it, it was on some YouTube. All right. So uh, anyway, he uh, Skip Sheffield in NXT would be eliminated alongside Michael Tarver and Daniel Bryan on the same night. Uh, yeah, it was on a fan vote. But, yeah, going back, what's your what's your thoughts on Regal? Regal? Yeah. Uh, he's... I hate to say the word underrated because that is overused nowadays, but he really was. Um, if he didn't, like, have drug issues or anything, I think he would have been world champion. Oh, yeah. Honestly, he... He's, he's an awesome wrestler, just in my opinion. Yeah, he was great at, like, pretty much everything, too. Like, he wasn't one of those guys that was 
just wrestling or just good at a promo. You can do both, and, and I, I really respect that. And another thing was uh, my first wrestling game was SmackDown vs. Raw 2010. I rented it from a Hastings for my Wii, oh. and I hated William Regal. Like he, had, I had he had so much heat with you me. <laughs> yeah, because uh, like he was at that time he was he had just won the King of the Ring, in uh, uh where he booked himself. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And uh, but the the theme. You know, I yeah. I, I hated that. But <laughs> well, okay, yeah. A question. Uh, so, what's your opinion on NXT or like Skip's NXT era? You know, horrible gimmick. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, I hate it too. Just not the right guy for it. He, I, you can tell he tried, at least. Like, he tried to make work. Mm-hmm. But the name alone, really, just kind of tells it. Yeah. Skip Sheffield. That's not a WWE champion. That is... Mm-hmm. That is my neighbor down the road. Yeah, it's so. really not good. But as we are recording this, uh, January 16th, I get a notification. Uh, Roman Reigns is named as client by accused steroid distributor. What? <laughs> So, apparently Roman Reigns is in trouble in a steroid case. Okay. Breaking news. As of 9.15 p.m. First reporting. Yeah, breaking news. Uh, this <laughs> podcast will come out, like, days later, I'm sure. But, yeah, well. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, anyways, back, back, to, back to NXT. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I mean, I loved NXT at the time. I never was a fan. I loved Daniel Bryan. Uh, even whenever I, I had no clue who Brian Danielson was, or I had no clue who the, what the Indies were. But, right, I watched the season two of NXT. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah I was young too, obviously. The, the first season of NXT was by far like I was so deep into that. But how many of those people are working with WWE right now? David Otunga, Daniel Bryan. Oh, actually, I have a cup, like a like a souvenir cup from uh, that live event. Uh, that SmackDown Live event I went to, and it has all the, the Nexus guys. And I look at that cup a lot. Oh, really? I look at that cup a lot, and I'm like, like as like everybody on it, like Evan Bourne, uh, Kelby Kingston, uh, Randy Orton, Edge, all these guys, you know. Basically, 2010. Like, yeah, yeah, it was 2010. I'm like, I, yeah. and I think like, man, how much of these guys are actually working for the Fed now? And so, yeah, I, I know, David Otunga, Daniel Bryan, Husky. Husky. And I think that's it. No. Yeah, that's it. I guess you're right. Yeah. Because Darren got fired. Yeah. Last year. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Three of them. But yeah, speaking of the Wait, Nexus. He's Slater. He's Slater. Oh my God. Oh, he's. <laughs> yeah, we're stupid. Was he in season one? He was in season one. Yeah, he was in season one. Yeah. Dang it. All right. Right, yeah, anyway, speaking of the Nexus, let's jump right in to the Nexus. We walk alone in the unknown. We live to win another victory. Our sacred scars show who we are. It's time to face it. All right, and we're back, and 
yeah, the Nexus. What's your thoughts on the Nexus, like, first of all? Well, okay, the Nexus, uh, that was whenever I first, like, really started watching. I had watched uh, very young, early on, like, 2003, 2004, 2005, around that range. But then I stopped watching for a while, and Nexus was whenever I started watching again. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, at the time when I was watching, I hated them, obviously, mm-hmm. being a huge mark. But looking back, um, I think pretty much, like, not everyone in there was good. Obviously, you have Skip Sheffield, you have Marco Tarver. Like, mm-hmm. like not all of them should be should have been world champion or anything. But I do think they could have had something with Barrett, uh, something with Husky, and a few others. Yeah. Uh, really unfortunate what happened in the end. opinion it's just i loved like like even whenever i wasn't a smart i uh like i i love the nexus i even changed my parents laptops background to the nexus logo like i was what they, think? they didn't care like, i mean they watched okay. it, they watched it with me so yeah I, I love the nexus but hey anyway this is the skip sheffield uh highlight yeah so let's, let's talk about skip all right so after he gets eliminated from NXT in the first season, he would then start his first main roster role as Big Boy Skip in the monstrous Nexus debut angle. Um, uh, do we need to talk about this angle? Uh, you can a little bit. I mean, Brian getting fired was going to... Yeah, that's exactly what I have. Uh, in short, Brian Danielson murdered Justin Roberts. Yeah, he uh, actually got... He's dead. Yeah, he got fired for that. He passed away. Yeah, after that, uh, after that angle, the Nexus his role in WWE TV. I, I mean, I loved this, uh, and for a decent amount of time, leading to the SummerSlam match, uh, uh, featuring Team WWE with Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Yeah. That was the first segment that I watched whenever I came back to wrestling. Was whenever they had Team Cena like all lined up, and then they had Bret Hart come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. Yeah, Bret Hart at age old. Yeah, yeah. Going out there and so, all right, so his first his first big angle was the Nexus, and that led to the Team WWE versus the Nexus at SummerSlam, and, and he would get two eliminations actually. Yeah, and this this match featured the returning Daniel Bryan with awesome theme music. Like I did you do you remember his theme? I don't remember his theme. It was I loved his theme. It was like I love the like the theme he has now, like the like the guitar version of that. I love that, but yeah. the theme he had then was so awesome. I loved it, and I wish he never got rid of it. But it yeah. wasn't the Spaceman theme, right? No, no, no. It was like it was like called Drive or something like that. It was like a rock song. But all right, uh, yeah. You mentioned Skip had a good showing, eliminating. Eliminating Morrison and R Truth. Yeah, not the biggest names, but they were names. Yeah. And uh, what was his finisher name again, Kenneth? Over the shoulder, Boulder Holder. Yep. The best move. Yep. The best and, name. Uh, the best. Team, WWE, team WWE would go on to win the match in a very questionable decision. Yeah, people have talked about this a lot, and it's still really mind-boggling what they did there. Yeah. I was upset as a 10-year-old, 11-year-old kid. Dude, I was 
through the roof with it, brother. Yeah. That was... <laughs> but, yeah. So, after that, the Nexus... Uh, was it after this that, uh, like, uh, the Nexus, like, would have the scene if you'd still, like, bragging rights? Or was this before SummerSlam? Um, like where I think they were doing bragging rights, like, after SummerSlam. Yeah, okay. So, like, whenever Wade Barrett had the match with John Cena, where if, uh, no, no, who was it? John Cena was the guest referee. Yeah. For some... And, uh, he was, was the guest referee for Randy Orton versus Barrett. Yeah, and yeah. And if Barrett doesn't win the belt, Cena gets fired. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, Derek, However, before that, Skip Sheffield would get injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Out of the Skip Sheffield breaks his ankle, does nothing. Nothing yeah. for this angle that we were just talking about, bragging rights. I don't think they explained it. No, I think he just But yeah, he does nothing until. Until what, Kenneth? Until the Ryback. Yes, the Ryback debut. So he's rechristened as the Ryback. Because he was the Ryback before, but then mm-hmm. he became Skip for some reason. Alright, so you want to go? You want to talk about the debut? Yeah, I can do Of course I can do this. Barry Stevens, brother? Oh, Barry Stevens. Barry Stevens. Yes. Yes. So, on SmackDown, they had been doing vignettes for Ryback. And so this is his big debut, mm-hmm. and he's up against the, the man named Barry Stevens. Mm-hmm. He's a tattooed, out-of-shape short boy, and his promo goes as follows. Oh. How's it going? I'm going to do the whole transcript, brother. Oh, I how's, it, how's it going, everybody? Just please, please let me talk, and it won't be long. And we cut the wrestlers backstage literally laughing at him. Yep. Hunico, Camacho, Caitlin, Alicia Fox, the Usos, Dixie Carter's nephew, Derek Bateman, all uh, backstage. Ooh. Wow, you had that list on standby. I'm oh, I did. Oh, I did. But, I also have the transcript of the promo. But um, then the dude says, I heard this was the happiest place on earth, but for me, you people are the rudest people on earth, and he just murders them. He, that crowd is gone. Yeah. Every bit of crowd noise you heard after that, that was just them using speakers because they were all ashes. And that was there's something something wrong about that, what you just said. What? The promo actually went as follows. Oh. I heard this was the happiest place on earth. <laughs> but this this looks like the people are the rudest people on earth. <laughs> Big. Yeah, you're right. That, and that then, is right. And then the crowd just... <laughs> They played Ryback's music immediately. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And also, this is the instrumental version. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's just a... Dun, 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 dun. Yep. <laughs> and no haze. Wait, no, did it have haze or no? No, no, no haze. No haze. He wasn't over enough. But... <laughs> and so, they do mention that Ryback was on NXT before, mm-hmm. but they don't mention anything about him being named Skip Sheffield. Uh, understandably, so. Yeah. But here's how the majority of Ryback's matches would go. Um, so he starts off by, like, shoulder-blocking the guy into the corner and then clothing him in the back. Yeah, that was that was stiff. Yeah, he throws him out of the corner, gives him a gorilla press slam, and he follows it up by saying, finish it, and then shell-shocked. Yep. So that's how his matches would go for, like, 
two or three months, mm-hmm. except do a meet hook clothesline. Yeah. That's it. And uh, in the Barry Stevens match, Josh Matthews was the biggest Barry Stevens mark. Did you notice that? Dude. No, I'm the biggest Barry Stevens oh, mark. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, second biggest. But, second. Uh, but I didn't notice the mark out, no. Josh Matthews loves Barry Stevens and Michael Cole and Booker T. Is Booker, Booker T on call? Yeah, yeah. Booker T and Michael Cole on commentary hate the guy. Hate him. <laughs> like they're, and even Hill, Michael Cole's like, this guy's a joke. Like, well, I hate Michael Cole now. Yeah. But yeah, Ryback, Ryback beats Barry Stevens in one minute and 10 seconds. So yeah, this is how like all of his matches go, though. And I do think having squash matches like around your debut. They're a good way to show off your moveset and stuff. But the thing is, Ryback doesn't really have an expansive moveset. So no. all of his matches are going to be the same for a while. Yeah. And uh, so it's not nearly as effective, really. If you had someone like RVD do that, like a young RVD, just oh. showing off his moves every week oh, or yeah, something, yeah, yeah. Like, that would work. A but, different kind of rolling okay. senton every single day. Yes. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So you've got the you've covered up to the point of uh, him doing squash matches. So after the squash matches got old, uh, you know, his, do you know who his first uh, feud was with? Who was his first feud? Gender Mahal. <laughs> yes. Was right. oh, this pre three MB gender? Yeah, pre three. Uh, was it? Uh, yeah, I think so. This it would have been. It would have been. Yeah, this was like Great Collie gender. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was the generic SmackDown feud uh, where the heel loses by countout, uh, and then DQ, and then finally the like, WWE 2K18 feud. Yeah. So <laughs> finally, uh, uh, gender just like they. I don't even think they had a pay per view. This feud, understandably so. If they would have, it would have been pre-show. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah. Uh, gender lost by count out one week, then DQ another week, and then finally, like, he lost twice uh, in a fair just match. Just, he just lost. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But then he would go on to become WWE champion, and Ryback would not. So. Yeah. Really think about who won. That's that. You got a good point. Didn't even think about that. Yeah. But, yeah. So, after Ryback just beats gender he goes to raw and uh punk all right so this night sam punk he's uh attacking mick foley which do you remember mick foley being on raw like at this time um i remember like they they did something with like punk and survivor series with mick foley mm-hmm. i believe where they said they have they would have like team foley oh, okay yeah but he wasn't actually on the team yeah Okay, so I I completely forgot about this, but yeah, one night on Raw, Punk attacks Foley, and then Ryback just came out and confronts Punk, and would do so again in the following weeks, and uh, like they like getting scruffs and stuff, and yeah. so then McMahon, Vince McMahon comes out and he's uh, this is like weeks later, uh, and at the, at the same time. John Cena is, like, feuding with Punk. And uh, uh, McMahon's like, all right, so you have uh, you have the choice of picking between Cena and Ryback, or I'm going to pick for you. 
and Vince McMahon or CM Punk doesn't pick, but Cena says, "Hey, I'll let Ryback get a hold of you." And Ryback. Yeah, because Cena was hurt or something at the time. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too sure of that. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Okay. But... So, yeah. Uh, so. Okay, I think like having Cena endorse you is a good idea in theory. But the way they did it kind of made it feel like he's the second option. Well, he was right. like he was undefeated at that point, right? Yeah, he was. I was just saying that it kind of made it feel like Ryback was the plan B. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like he wasn't the main yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah, Ryback. In theory, it was a good thing. It was. It was a good thing. I, I mean, it got he got Ryback yeah. over even more. I mean, getting thrown in the the heavyweight championship the, uh, uh, scene. So, yeah. yeah, Ryback goes uh, on in a Hell in a Cell match at Hell at the Hell in a Cell pay per view uh, against Punk, and yeah, yeah, yeah talk about so, that. Like I was behind Ryback at the time; I was okay with him and stuff. This would be whenever I would become more smirky, so like, yeah. But even I was kind of like, really, because he didn't have any real opponents up until that point. Mm-hmm. Like, he... I think the only two people that he beat were, like, Ziggler and Miz yeah. for, like, named people, and even then, they were super mid-card at the point. So... Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I was really surprised that they would do that. But. Like, and, like, in this match, like, uh, I just really... Like, Punk is such a good character, especially whenever he's with Paul Heyman. I love that. And, yeah, it makes it better. And, yeah, he was, Ryback was just booked like a monster, and seeing this monster go up against this cocky weasel CM Punk, especially in the beginning of the match, whenever CM Punk is, like, just running around the ring. Or, like, yeah, trying to avoid does, him. he does that for a while, actually. It does get good heat. Um, I will say during the entrances, the crowd was kind of dead. What's that? The crowd was kind of dead during the entrances, oh, I think. Yeah. But as soon as the match started, they got him into it. Uh, it was good to hear Jr. on commentary. Oh yeah, I, I forgot yeah. he was on commentary for this. Terrible to hear JBL on commentary. Oh gosh. <laughs> but um. Also, they were still jizzing over Mankind versus Taker. Oh yeah, they were. Ta- uh, Michael Cole plugged the uh, the whole uh, Mankind uh, WWE.com interview. And- yeah. For yeah. your main event, <laughs> yeah, that's what they're doing. But um, and Ryback has his has his uh, new theme with lyrics mm-hmm. with the haze. Mm-hmm. So, do you have anything to say but, about the match content? Uh, crowd was into Ryback. Like they were actually really into him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember Ryback. Um, well, Punk actually he runs at Ryback with a chair, and Ryback is a disgusting oh, big boot. Big- and like that was brutal. <laughs> yeah, it looked awesome, but I just don't get what Punk is going for though, because he was just running with a chair in front. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Um, uh, there was a spot. I think. No, no. This is after. Uh, so, uh, CM Punk rolls out of the ring and goes underneath the ring, like. And. Uh, oh yeah. So Ryback's looking, and CM or uh, Paul Heyman, um, uh, says. He's a human being. He's a human being. And then right back just yeah. looks at him. He's dead. <laughs> and, and then, then uh, he, he looks under. The, he looks under the apron, and there's Punk with a fire extinguisher. Yep. Yep. 
Actually, that's a great metaphor for what this match did to Ryback because he totally extinguished all of his heat. Mm-hmm. It really yeah, did. But, um, and I noticed, like, shortly after this spot, uh, Punk has a huge, like, gash, like, on his back. Or, like, a, yeah, that's why arm. the referee puts on gloves. Yeah. Mad Braddocks. All right. We'll get into him later, but um, yeah. at one point during this match, like, Ryback, he starts doing clotheslines, and this really annoys me. Oh, like, if Punk diving back? What? Are you talking about CM Punk, like, diving back for the clotheslines? No, I was talking about Ryback doing clotheslines because oh, that's uh, one of oh. his main moves. Oh, that's right, the the, the meat hook. And he's yeah, just doing like, casual. why is he doing yeah. normal clotheslines? Why is it the normal hook clothesline? Speaking of that, like, uh, during the clotheslines, like, CM Punk takes it like a... Like a like just takes a normal lariat clothes on, you know, but yeah. during the, like every meat hook that Ryback delivers, CM Punk like jumps back and like oversells yeah, like it before it. Yeah. Before it even like makes contact with him. Yeah. That's one thing that aggravates me in wrestling, but, but um, yeah, stuff like that in the KO punch where big show will randomly just throw a punch at someone's face, but it won't be a KO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but, um, also, at one point during this match, uh, Ryback, he's revving up for the meat hook. And uh, JBL, he says, here comes the meat hook. That's what Ryback calls his clothesline. <laughs> and he's, Buries just, him. Imagine, just imagine if, like, JR said, oh, there's the stunner. That's what he calls his sit-out jawbreaker. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why would you do that? There's Big Show's uh, KO punch. <laughs> that's what uh, that's what he calls his uh, right jab. All right. Oh, there's the attitude adjustment. That's what he calls his fireman's carry slam. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So on to so the finish. Yeah, Mad oh. Radix. Low blows Ryback. And what happens from there? Um. Well, Ryback kills Mad Radix. He just, like, gorilla presses him into the cell, and it looked awesome. But this is all after uh, Punk made the pin, and Yeah, he rolled up back. Yeah, yes. and then Matt Braddock's covered Ryback, too. But as he's covering Ryback, he's, like, doing the quick count, which was... Yeah. I, I, I thought that was, that was crazy, watching that live. Yeah, because you don't know who Brad Maddox is. Yeah, yeah, I had no clue. At all. I don't I, think most people did, but... Yeah, anyways, so he kills Brad Maddox. He just launches him into the cell. That was nuts. And then he, well, Punk tries to escape by going on top of the cell, which is honestly a horrible idea. But he, uh, Ryback catches him and hits him with a shell shock on top of the cell. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and that was the pay-per-view. Yeah. So, like, what was, like, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, Ryback was pretty over, like, even after the match. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, the crowd is into Ryback at yes, this point. Because, like, after he, after he delivers the shell shock, uh, Ryback, the feed me more, and it's like it's like Daniel Bryan doing the yes yes yes. Um, uh, after he turned on the Wyatt family, like the crowd was that into Ryback. Like they was yeah, just, I forgot how over he was. Honestly, that, it was it was nuts. Uh, but yeah, oh, did you see Punk doing it at one point? The it's feed like, me more. Yeah, he does it, but the crowd doesn't know what he's doing, so they just <laughs> think that he's trying to hype them up <laughs> because that's what it looks like. Oh, okay. So, yeah. After after this Hell in a Cell match, uh, the following month would be a triple threat. Like, uh, Cena comes back in the feud, you know. Uh, and it'd be a triple threat match where P- 
Hunk would face both Ryback and Cena. And uh, you know what happened? You know what happened? We would debut. Yes, the debuting Shield. Uh, Young. They were supposed to have shields. Yep. A young, young Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose all debut and triple power bomb Ryback through the announce table to get Punk the win over Cena in the ring. Isn't okay? They did the triple power bomb to Ryback like fifty times, by the way, didn't they? Like, I'm not sure. Like, I, I swear it was every week. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Then I'll get on. To, I'll get on with that. Okay. Uh, but for that year, like this was like the ending of the year. Uh, Ryback won three slammies. Did you know that? I didn't know that. He won three slammies. Uh, one for chant of the year. Uh, he won the prestigious hashtag training now award. What? <laughs> what is that? Uh, I don't know. Probably something he did on social media or something. I don't know. Oh, uh, trending now? Is that what you said? Hashtag trending now. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you said training now. I thought you no. meant like most approved wrestler. No. And the final award was the Newcomer of the Year Award at the Slammies. I'd say he deserved those for the run that he had. Yeah. All right, uh, jump ahead. Uh, like, or, no, the Shield, like, they like kept attacking Ryback. Yeah, they just kept killing him. Like. Yeah. All right, so uh, past this feud, uh, Ryback had his first Mania match uh, following a weird feud with Mark Henry. Uh, yeah. Yes. Not good. Do you remember the finish of this match? The Mania match? No, no, no. Before we get to the Mania match, uh, it like the build up to the Mania match was a bench press challenge. Yes. With uh, Mark Henry choking uh, Borg before he could uh, before he could win. Because yeah, they, heavily gimmicked weights, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they they tied like fifty something reps, and then Mark Henry's like, uh, no, and he choked out. Uh, uh, right back. And, oh, is this uh, where they had Henry pulling a truck in the build? Um, no, not, I'm not. Because do you know? What, do you know what happened next week? What did happen next week? Ryback right beat Mark Henry in the MetLife Stadium in front of eighty thousand people at WrestleMania 29. That was the build. That. that was the build for that match. Wait, what? Yes, that was the build for that match. One, it was just the... It was one week of uh, Ryback and Mark Henry like getting into it. The next week, uh, the bench press challenge, and then the next week, WrestleMania 29. And Mark Henry wins. No, no, no. Ryback won that match. No, Mark Henry won the match. Really? In WrestleMania 29? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You gotta be professional, bro. What are you doing? Oh, I thought I thought Mark Henry wow. or Ryback won. Maybe it was wow. a telephone. I don't know. He but should yeah. have won. <laughs> he actually should have won, but... But, yeah. Yeah, Henry won after falling on Ryback. Oh! Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, that was the build to that match. And after Mania, uh, Ryback saved Cena from Mark Henry before turning mm-hmm. heel for the first time uh, as Ryback. Ryback. Uh, and he attacked Cena himself. And, uh... This the crowd to... by the way. Yeah, yeah. But uh, well, uh, they... it, was, it was the night after Mania, though. You gotta think about that. And this was the yeah, but this was the yeah, night after. Edit... What's that? They do edit the cheers out, though. Yeah, because Kevin Dunn. Thinks, yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. But because this was the night after the Mania that Cena beat 
The Rock for the championship for like the second once in a lifetime match, you know. Yeah, he just. But destroy Cena. Yeah, after uh, Ryback attacked Cena, uh, this led to a last man staying match at Extreme Rules, and. Uh, oh wait, are we not going to talk about Ryback, his gimmick in the build to this, where he slaps a guy with a piece of ham? Oh. He just for no reason is the best thing. Do you remember how this match ended at Extreme Rules? I do remember how this match ended at Extreme Rules. Uh, care to explain? I also have every fall, by the way. Oh, well, just just tell me the tell me the finish. Uh, wait, of the actual match itself or the falls? Of the Extreme Rules, uh, Last Man Standing match. Oh, oh the Last Man Standing match. Oh, you're talking about Three Stages of Hell. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about Three Stages of Hell, brother. Uh, Extreme Rules. This is before the Three Stages of Hell match. Uh, okay. They had a Last Man Standing match. And uh, the ending of the match was them both diving through the electric board. Oh, I remember seeing that. Yeah, 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 it was a no contest. So the feud kept going on. Yeah, they were booking Ryback really strong, actually. Yeah. And this this led to an ambulance match announced for Payback, which would then be changed by Cena. Three stages of hell match at Payback. I heard that Ryback had heat. Uh, Like, before the three stages of hell match, and that's why it got changed. Or it had something to do with it. Oh, maybe. I mean, Ryback had plenty of heat in his in his old oh, yeah. run. That's what, that's what I heard, anyway, from uh, the webs. Yeah. But. All right, so care to explain how uh, the Cena versus Ryback three stages of hell match went? Oh, well, I just happen to have notes because we're professional, brother. That's right. So, except for you watching the finish of Henry. Uh, let's forget that, dummy. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, so the first fall was a lumberjack match, and of course you had all the lower mid-card guys out. Good to see Ted DiBiase in the main event of a pay-per-view. Yoshitatsu. And, oh, yeah. Zack Ryder. Oh, long-haired Zack Ryder, though. Or like, Wait, what? Like, medium, like, this was after the woo-woo-woo-you-know-it like, gimmick. Or, like, uh, craze. So we had, like, the, just, like, the hair, like, it wasn't uh, Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder hair. But it was like, uh, oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it was the long hair that he had, like the medium long hair. It was, it looked awful. I hated that. Yeah, the curtains. Yeah. But... Oh, I seen it during his entrance. Did you see this? He just tosses the WWE Championship like a douchebag. Oh, oh, uh, like, Naito. T- yeah, but this is John Cena. This is <laughs> good guy. Uh, yeah, like as he's doing his entrance, he. Like, right before he runs the ropes, he just tosses it into the ground. Yeah. But, um, Ryback does get some heat during mm-hmm. the introductions, I noticed. But, um, also, I found a Kurt Hawkins sign on the crowd. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I thought I should note that. But, uh, we start off, Ryback does start off dominant, because that's how Cena matches go. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ryback keeps on, like, throwing Cena to the outside so he gets beat up by the heels on the lumberjack side. Yeah. um, But then whenever Cena would throw Ryback out, like, none of the heels would touch him. So that was good. Uh, For some reason, the crowd starts chanting, like, RVD. Like, right before Ryback is thrown out, though. Oh, because his his trunks. Oh, yeah, his singlet. Yeah. Yeah. 
was that it though? Like surely, because this this was uh this was before Robin Dam returned. Oh yeah, that's right. This is TNA RVD yeah. era. Oh yeah. Do 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 do. Robin Dam. Yep. That era. Yeah. Horrible theme song era RVD, but um, so Cena goes for the five moves of doom, but Ryback counters the five knuckle shuffle and Gorilla presses Cena to the outside. Thought that was a cool spot. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cena gets back in and sloppily tosses Ryback to the outside. And uh, Cena dives on all of them. The bowling ball spot. Of course. Yep. And uh, they're both just in a sea of bodies. And I thought that kind of looked cool. Yeah, because like, like the commentators were like, oh, where, I don't even know where Cena is or like, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. But, um, so they get back in the ring and Ryback just hits him with a shell shocked and he basically wins the match clean. Yeah, yeah. Like one, two, three. He just wins. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was like, in a. Pretty short match too, like a pretty short fall. Yeah, so Which is like, like makes no sense with Cena. Yeah, so does that mean like if they had a one on one match with Ryback? Well, no. Just to be fair, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wouldn't be clean in like a in a singles match, no DQ match, like because he got attacked twice from like a big group of guys. Right. So that well, if it was a lumberjack th- match, though, is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. Ry- Ryback would just win. Yeah. But so they go to the second fall, and it's a tables match. And uh, Ryback also starts off Dominator. He goes for a powerbomb, Cena versus, goes for an AA, Ryback versus, and it's a spear to immediate Goldberg chance. Uh, did you hear that? I heard a lot of Goldberg chance going on that night. Throughout this entire, like, marathon of Ryback matches, I heard a Goldberg chance. Yeah. Yeah. So, basically, the theme to this match would just be Cena trying to AA Ryback through the table. Yeah. But not like it. There was an awesome spot, like, the first time he tried to AA through the table, Ryback flipped the table. Yeah, he like, flips it. Genius. Why, do, yeah. why would you not do that? That's really smart. And then he uh, was out of the ring, like, mm. to make sure. Yeah. Yeah, Ryback's really smart, actually. Hey, you know, I, PhD Ryback. Yeah. All right, so, how did, the, how did this fall in? Um, well, he, Cena finally hits the AA mm-hmm. to Ryback through the table. Also, there were some stair spots where Ryback just kept trying to, like, throw the stairs into Cena through the table. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, hit, he like, put two or, like two or three stairs through a table. Or steps. Yeah. He also almost murders a cameraman. Oh, yeah, because he threw it to the entranceway. Yeah, that he just throws nuts. him at guy. <laughs> then they bounce, like, almost into the crowd. Mm-hmm. All right. But, uh, so... On the third fall, Ryback immediately no-sells the table break, and he just beats up Cena. Mm-hmm. Throws him through an announce table. So, I don't get why he couldn't have just done that earlier. Yeah. And just won the Dodo Championship, but mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So, so then they do, like, the walk and brawl up to the ramp, and then Ryback just carries him to the ambulance. And, uh, so Ryback tries punching... Cena, but his hand goes through the window, just like Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 have, I have that written down, too. Uh, oh, really? Very similar to the Goldberg and WCW, where, yeah. uh, but this time, it was like the glass that uh, Sean threw Marty Jannetty through. Yeah, this is sugar glass, definitely. Yeah. But this whole, this whole ambulance is... It's very gimmicked. It's so gimmicked. Yeah. Okay. But uh, that was after Cena brought out a bunch of crutches, but... So... Cena then picks up Ryback and then he slams him like against the ambulance door, and uh, then 
Ryback is already fighting back like two seconds later, by the way. But uh, Cena Irish whips him through the weakest door in history. Yeah. That just goes flying. And uh, then Cena tries to put Ryback into the driver's seat. Yeah, yeah, I got really confused. Like, with the doors, like, I mean, I guess that would work if, like, you could shut the door. But he doesn't have a door to shut. That he just Yeah. So, like, if he was just in it, would that count? No, no, you have to shut the door. I mean, that would be hilarious, though, if he just lost by being a driver, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. But, um... After this, they go on the they go on the roof, or, like, they slowly make their way up to the roof. Yeah, well, before that, Ryback rips off a fender, like, it's oh, nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. Like, the <laughs> Superman that he is, and he just clocks Cena with it. And uh, Cena also rips off the light off the ambulance. And throws it at him. Like yeah, he just throws hard. It. <laughs> like, like that that couldn't have felt good. But then no. again, Ryback no sells it, and <laughs> Ryback no sells pretty much everything in this match. Like, <laughs> and then he no sold it, and then he goes and grabs a crutch to climb up onto the roof that Cena was already sitting on. Yeah, Cena, and then Cena just gr- takes the crutch from him and hits him with it, and then then and what then happens? AA through the through the roof. AA through the yeah. roof. That was amazing. I love that spot. That made up for all the crappy walk and brawl gimmicks, like hospital door spots. Or, Honestly, the walk and brawl up to the ramp wasn't that bad because he he just carried him. Oh yeah, like, it gets awkward, you know. It's it was just like that. I love that. Like that spot was awesome, and you can't see it. Like you just see Ryback disappear. You can't see it. Like you know, you can't. Like you see him. John Cena the, match. Uh-huh. Shut up! I hate you. I'm being you stupid. See, <laughs> you, see, you see John Cena, AA, Ryback right through it. the ambulance, like the ambulance roof, and then you just don't see Ryback. Right like yeah, yeah, he's going. But yeah, that was an awesome spot that I. Love. Wait, what's a better finish? Um, Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns, like Roman just flying into the ambulance, or <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. I thought that was funny though. It's it's I mean, it's. it's it's Braun and Roman. All right. Uh, so after this match, Ryback is really done. Uh, he yeah. He started a bully gimmick, uh, uh, aligning with Paula Heyman after he starts that bully gimmick, leading to another CM Punk feud, uh, which would go on for three pay-per-views. And another Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. Weirdly enough. Which, that confused us. Yeah. Or confused you, rather. Like, which Hell in a Cell match that we were reviewing, officially. Yeah. <laughs> Taking notes over. But, but um, like, wh- where did the CM Punk and Ryback feud start? I think it was just because um, Punk was coming back, and, you know, Paul Heyman wanted to be with Punk, but Punk just said no. Mm-hmm. And so Heyman got Ryback with him. Also, he skimmed over the fact that Heyman, like, kisses Ryback at one point. Oh, I remember that. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> that happened. All right. So, yeah, Heyman's with Ryback. And whenever Heyman's with Ryback, Heyman starts a tag team. But not not automatically. Not any old tag team either. This is Rybaxel. Rybaxel. So after, yes. the punk, after the punk feud, Rybaxel is formed uh, with a Curtis, um, or, or no, first it was Michael McGilgunny. Yeah. Paul, Heyman, Paul Heyman is hyping up this big new Paul Heyman guy. And then out yeah, like comes. He's never before seen. Yes. And then 
and then out comes Michael McGillicuddy. And then, so everybody's like, wow. And I, I was, yeah. like, I kind of marked out for it because I'm like, well, this, he hasn't been on TV in forever. So. That was the real genesis of McGillicuddy. Yeah. And so then he says, uh, Paul Heyman renames uh, Michael McGillicuddy to Curtis Axel, named after his uh, his father and his grandfather. Of course, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, so, all right, here's, here's a good question for you. Which is which Paul Heyman guy was worse, or guys? Ryback or Antonio Cesaro? Now think about this. I already have an answer. Which, okay. All right, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Cesaro because that kind of damaged him. Yeah, I agree. Honestly. Because, you know, he was white hot after WrestleMania 30. He could have easily just transitioned into the main event stuff, but instead they put Paul Heyman with him and he's too busy talking about Brock Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> and with Ryback, with Ryback, all that happened was he just got put in a tag team with Axel. That didn't really do much. And he already wasn't doing that much anyway. So there's not much to damage. Yeah. I mean, I was a big Antonio Cesaro mark because this is whenever I'm starting to become a big. I mean, I was already a big smart like before this, right. but like now I'm starting to get into indie, like the indies, and uh, watching uh, like Chikara with uh, Claudio Castagnoli uh, spinning. Uh, what was uh, dang? I know the move name. It was like the UFO, wasn't no, it? No, no, no. But no, it was a. Uh, uh, Dang it, I can't think of uh, Luke Harper's indie name. Oh, Brody Lee. Brody Lee, spinning Brody Lee around the uh, Chikara ring a hundred uh, times. Uh, like, I, that was awesome. And, uh, like, I remember reading in middle school uh, the Wrestling Observers and uh, seeing uh, the Kings of Wrestling, Claudio Castagnoli and Chris Hero, uh, like, making their name. And so... Like seeing, yeah. like I was a big Cesaro mark, and but yeah, Cesaro as a Paul Heyman guy, it led to nothing. It really did. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It was worse though because like he, he had all the momentum in the world, and they just didn't do anything with it. Yeah, it's just like, it hurt him. Yeah, Ryback didn't have any momentum going into it anyway, so there's nothing to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. All right. So uh, with Rob Axel, they tried tried to get these. Uh, get the tag team championships, like the championships, and uh, they lost to Cody Rhodes and uh, Goldust like two or three times. Uh, yeah, and just, just kept losing championship matches. Uh, yeah, they were just a big job team for a while, weren't they? Yep, up until Ryback um, underwent hernia surgery. So, which which sounds horrible, but for his career, it was actually the best move. It was really good because he got out of the Paul Heyman guy scene, and yeah. yeah so well, they just stopped being Paul Heyman guys after a while, didn't they? What's that? They just stopped being Paul Heyman guys. That's right. That's right. They did. Yeah, they they didn't really talk about it that much. They just they stopped. Just, yeah, because Paul Heyman was uh this is whenever uh, Brock Lesnar had just beaten uh, the Undertaker and. Paul Heyman or Brock Lesnar was such a big dude now, so yeah, yeah. So Ryback would, uh, after a hernia surgery, he would return in late 2014 to squash Bo Dallas on Raw. He would join the Authority, turning heel, 
Yeah, he would return as a face, return, and then he would join the authority. Return, turning heel. Return from injury as face. Joins yes. the authority, turns heel. Yes. Turns on the authority, turns face. Joining Tim team Team Cena. Yeah, Tim Cena. Yeah. And, and uh they would big up right back like every week up until Survivor Series. They would, like he was the mercenary. He was the guy that was gonna win for Team Cena. He is the first eliminated off Team Cena. Yeah. <laughs> at Survivor Series. Yes, yeah, not good. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. Yeah. Was, I'm glad that I'm glad that Ziggler got the rub at the end. But why do that to Ryback? And just so, for him to later, uh, later in, in the career, uh, about the time where Daniel Bryan had to retire, uh, and uh, the Intercontinental Championship that was just won at WrestleMania was vacated. And, yes, and uh, or was he this, said like it had to be defended and stuff. Or was this whenever? Didn't Daniel Bryan? Uh, this is whenever he got like they had to take him out, like before he officially retired. Yeah, like he didn't officially retire at this point. He was yeah, yeah that's right, that's right. And, yeah, and he vacated the the IC title, and uh, so to fill this Intercontinental Championship spot, what do they do, Kenneth? They have an elimination chamber. That's right. That's right. The most. <laughs> Infamous elimination chamber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate this so bad. <laughs> yeah, I knew going into this one there would be a a fun one. Uh, so we start with the match, like we go over that Brian vacated the belt and everything in his little speech. And uh Rusev was supposed to be in this match, but he got replaced by Mark Henry. Terrible because, idea. Terrible idea. Yeah, he got injured, so I don't know good. who else they could have gotten to fill in, though, at the time. This is the worst thing they could have done. They could have got Primo and threw him in there. And... <laughs> yeah, Primo. Intercontinental champion. Oh, my gosh, Mark Henry. All right, carry on. <laughs> okay, so, by the way, no sound during the entrances. Like, no one got any real reaction. The crowd, okay, I have been, I the first time I watched a WWE televised event was SmackDown last year. 205 Live had just recently, like, started. Yeah. And Shinsuke Nakamura had just recently came to the main roster. But they weren't having Shinsuke on TV because they wanted to hype it. So they had Shinsuke in the door uh, after 205 Live. Yeah. The crowd for 205 Live was about, like, an indie show. Like, everybody left. I, like, there was just a cut. Like, it was bad. And yeah. What's worse about this though is that this elimination chamber, the crowd's packed. They yes. don't care. Yes, exactly. Just, that's what I was going. That's what I was going to go into. The crowd yeah. for Two Hundred Five Live was about like about sixty percent of the crowd had left after SmackDown ended, and right. there is the crowd for Two Hundred Five Live. They that crowd for Two Hundred Five Live was just about as loud as a stacked arena for Elimination Chamber. Yeah, that's really. Really telling of what kind of like mid card scene that they had. Yes, and time. how Ryback was be- was being booked, how Dolph Ziggler was being booked. Well, Dolph Ziggler oh, was like it, Ziggler was a crowd favorite in this match. Really, he really was. At this time, Ziggler was having the Rusev Lana Summer Rae angle. Oh, I forgot about that. Gosh. Yeah, they mentioned it in commentary. I lost my mind. All right, yeah, but carry on, carry on, Kenneth. So the match starts with Dolph and Barrett. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Barrett? Uh, like, King. I'm sorry, King Barrett. King Barrett. King Barrett. Yeah. I didn't know he had Pyro. Do you know that? I don't even think I watched his entrance. I think I skipped to the match. No, I watched his entrance. He had Pyro. I did not. I don't remember him having Pyro, like, at all, though. But, um, yeah, so they start off with, like, chain wrestling, and then Barrett hits him with a crispy snap suplex with fries. I don't know why I wrote that. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> then rest hold. And then Michael Cole was oh, right saying, God, that rest hold last, lasted forever. That, yeah. that headlock? Yeah. Gosh. Like, he lasted until, like, R-Truth came out. <laughs> yeah. It was not good. And Michael Cole just has some random statistics throughout the match. Like, oh, this number got the most wins. Mm-hmm. Like, it would just randomly do that throughout it. And so, like, every few moves, Barrett would just yell, boom. And I didn't like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, so Barrett also keeps on, like, yelling at everyone in the pods. Like, you want some of that? Oh, yeah, and did you hear what Ray, uh, Ryback said to him? He said, like, you're going to die or something. No, like, no, no. Uh, so like, Barrett bangs on Ryback's pod, and he says, I'll, I'll, he goes, oh, or Ryback says, I'll eat your expletive alive, like, for butt. I, I'm i not going to say it, but so he said, I'll, <laughs> eat, I'll eat your butt alive in, like, the most serious way. It was hilarious. I, I laughed. I literally laughed out loud. Just hearing Ryback, I I'll eat. Great. I'll eat your butt alive. But, um, Barrett hits, like, a nasty boot at some point on Dolph, who says it like death, as he does with everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's whenever R-Truth yeah. comes out, right? Yeah, Truth comes in right after that. And uh, he hits a sit-out Gorebuster thing. I'm sure that has a name, but I have no idea what wait, it is. Wait, wait, R-Truth's finisher? Or, no, or... it's like a sit-out, like, Gorebuster, like, front suplex. Oh, I'm not thing. sure. And then he hits a scissors kick, but then Barrett just gets up immediately and hits Truth with a Winds of Change for two. Wait, is that the Black Hole Slam? Yeah, that's the Black Hole Slam. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so, after this, uh, Barrett hits a kneeling super kick on Dolph Ziggler, and then he rams Ziggler into Mark Mm. Henry's pump. Now the match is over. It's (laughs) It's ruined. Oh, it's all. So Mark Henry just like comes out for a second, looks around. Mike Kyoto has really confused. Mike Kyoto has Mike Kyoto literally. This is Mike Kyoto. He throws his hands up in the air, saying, "I have no clue what to do." <laughs> looks at look. Mark Henry looks at Mike Kyoto. Mark Kyoto looks at Mark Henry. Mike Kyoto just throws his, his hands up in the air. Yeah. And, and so right, so Mark Henry just comes in. And he gives some like really slow punches to Barrett. And uh, the crowd is popping because they think that it's a part of the show. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> and uh, which is which is made very clear very soon. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so Henry comes in and like slams Barrett, and then Ryback comes in and starts clubbing on Henry. Mm-hmm. And Henry hits like the most awkward boot on Henry, or Henry hits the most awkward boot on him. He hits it on Ryback, but then like Ryback hits a sort of shove move on him. <laughs> And just runs into him with his arms. And then he normal clo- normal hook clotheslines Barrett in the corner. And spawn busts him only to get thrown to the outside on Dolph. And uh, so Ziggler goes for a crucifix on Barrett and just gets a two. And now you see Mark Henry awkwardly standing there just waiting for him. standing the there. Just standing and watching. <laughs> and, then, and, then after, and then after this, he breaks like, up a pin attempt. Yeah. 
In he breaks a, up Barrett's pin after a wasteland. In an elimination chamber no match. Reason. And JBL yells at him. Oh my gosh. He just says, Mark. Like he's a kid. It's bad. And, uh... So Henry just does some punches to Barrett to buy time and stuff. And then, like, they all triple-team Barrett. And R-Truth... He hits a, R-Truth hits him with the what's up, but Cole calls it a lie detector, yeah, and I'm very angry that he called it a lie detector. I'm... <sighs> R-Truth moves? He doesn't even know. But, um, yeah, Barrett's eliminated. And, uh... Sad to see him get out first mm-hmm. as the king. And so then... at this point, no one knows what to do. Mm-hmm. They're all just standing there, and Ziggler's trying to yell at spots. That's... <laughs> but then, not to help that, not to help, like... That they have no clue what to do. Seamus gets like his his pot, like the light goes on him and he's supposed to come in. What happens, Kevin? Well, that, that was planned though. No. No, because like he had the cross in the thing. No, he stood there and waited and waited and waited, and then like they couldn't find it and they couldn't get it open. And then he's like he picked the cross out. Yeah. That was not no. That was that was supposed to be because he's a heel and he was like biding his time and he waited until they were all down. I thought he just had it stuck in there. You got worked. I did get worked. Oh, I thought I, no, I got I got I got smart worked. I thought that yeah. it was unplanned and uh, yeah, you got reverse work. Yeah. So, yeah. but if the commentaries didn't sell it though, so I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah, because uh, like they didn't. Know. They're like, they're like what? What? And then Jerry, Jerry, uh, Jerry says, "Oh, he was the cross." Um, uh, or he goes, "Um, uh, uh, he picked the lock with the cross." I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's not at all. And then, but then after, uh, that's the opposite. <laughs> but then after the the he pulled the cross out of the thing, uh, not entertained. Oh, uh, whenever it's Seamus's pod, like whenever the light shines onto it, though, did you see Ryback just talking to Ziggler, like straight up, just right next to each other? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But, then, but then like they, they weren't like, even. But then they double teamed. But then they double teamed, right? Um, wait, like, after the, like, okay, so, like, Ziggler is talking to Ryback, and then Truth, like, rolls up Ryback, and then they all just, like, roll up each other, and then more awkward standing around and figuring out spots, mm-hmm. is what I have written down. And then they triple-team Henry, Yeah, is what they did. Yeah. And, and then, uh, bro kick to Henry. Yeah. They don't pin Henry off the triple-team, though, which confused me. Yeah. They, they wait like, for Seamus to pro-kick like, him. Yeah. Yeah, but like wrestling logic, though. Like, why wouldn't you it's dumb. just do it? <laughs> but, uh, but then... Well, actually, before Henry gets bro-kicked, uh, Ryback eliminates Truth with the uh, shell-shocked. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then Henry gets eliminated via bro-kick after the Seamus situation clears itself. Mm-hmm. And so then it's just Ziggler, Ryback, and... Barrett, or Barrett, uh, Seamus, mm-hmm. and, uh, so Seamus hits Dolph with a Rainmaker, no, it was just a draw on clothesline, but, uh, and then Dolph randomly, like, comes back and starts punching Seamus, like, no-selling everything, and, uh, Seamus hits him with, like, a suplex toss, did you see that? Mm-hmm. I thought that looked nice. Yeah. Uh, then Ziggler goes for his 75th roll-up in the match. It still gets a two. And then he goes for another, still gets a two. 
and then he goes for like a jumping DDT a couple times and he finally gets it. So Ryback comes in, he goes after Dolph, gets super kicked straight away. And then Ziggler hits a famous throw on Sheamus, but he no sells it. No broke. sold it hardcore. Yeah, he didn't even like bother. They absolutely nothing. But um and then Sheamus hits uh, white noise onto Ryback onto the floor, which sounded nasty. This, I thought this was after he broke kicked off and eliminated him. I said that. Oh, oh I didn't even. Yeah, I said that he no sold the famous there, and then he broke kicks. Oh, okay, Dolph. okay. Yeah, and then the white noise on the steel. That yeah, that's awesome. awful. <laughs> and then he hits a rolling senton on the steel. Yeah, that's a dumb move to do. Yeah, he almost. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he was gonna hit his head. Uh, he starts yelling. Seamus starts yelling, "Gilly, huh?" At my <laughs> back. Did you hear that? I did not hear that. Yeah, he's punching him. He just yells, "Gilly, huh? Gilly, huh?" <laughs> and I don't even know what he was trying to say. Like. <laughs> I still, I still can't figure it out, but, um, so, then Ryback powerbombs Sheamus into the ring, and just hits him with a shell-shocked, gets the clean win, and he's now the Intercontinental Champion. Yep. And Brian Danielson, uh, like, after, he goes they, in the ring. Yeah, after they raise the chamber, he comes in and, uh, gives him the title. Keep it up for the Ryback. Yeah. And, all right. and and uh, after Daniel Bryan like gives him the t- championship and says thank you and all this stuff, uh, uh, Ryback grabs the mic and uh, he tells uh, Brian Danielson, uh, "You're an inspiration to the big guy, like you're an inspiration to all these, like all these fans or something like that." But yeah, he says, yeah. "You're an inspiration to the big guy," and you can see Daniel Bryan like start like smirking. Real cheese boys. Yeah. <laughs> But um, so what do you think of the match? Uh, awful! I hated it. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember even watching this live. I hated this match. Oh, no, I didn't like the live either. <laughs> like I, I was like the the tag team match gets a lot of flack, but I love the tag team match compared to this. Oh yeah, the tag team match like that was that wasn't even that bad. It was no, just kind of I liked fun. it. Like I enjoyed it. It was awkward at some points, but yeah. it was awkward at some points. But this entire match was just awkward from yeah. beginning to finish. It was bad. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised at like the amount of standing around. Honestly, like mm-hmm. you think with these kind of workers, like for WWE, you wouldn't get that. But you know, Barrett just ruins one chamber pod, and everything goes to crap. Yep. Alright, so let's look at my notes and there so after the after, Ryback is the champion and uh he would have one defense and then he would lose the belt to Kevin Owens. Oh he defended it against like who was it? Uh Miz and Big Show? Yeah, it was it was Miz and yeah, Big Show, I can't remember, but what yeah. a match. What a match. Oh, I bet I haven't watched it, and I don't remember it, but I bet it was... I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad I don't remember anything about it. But, yeah, he dropped the belt to Kevin Owens, and this Elimination Chamber match, though, was Kevin Owens' It was his debut, right? Yeah, that was a night that he faced Cena. And yeah, and it won clean. It yeah, it was deal. the start of their three-match series. It was actually really good. Yeah, I loved it, I, and I loved his debut match. But, yeah, drops the belt to Kevin Owens. 
And uh, after some uneventful, uneventful matches and stories with Big Show and Kane, because he would team oh, with Big Show and Kane. We got to mention that he was in the old guard. That was their team. Was that the team name with Big Show? And that was their team name, the old guard. Oh, gosh. Who was How the Titans? I, why is he? Who were the Titans? Why is he in them? Why is Ryback in the old guard? I don't know. Because he's bald. He's not old. He's not old, nor is he a guard. Like, he isn't... <laughs> like, yeah, he may have edited a few pay-per-views, but he wasn't ever world champion. Yeah. Or anything. All right, so after uh, after teaming with Big Show and Kane and losing to the Wyatt family, uh, he would turn heel on Big Show and Kane and would go straight into bullying Kalisto yeah. uh, backstage. That that would lead to a Mania match at WrestleMania 32. On the pre-show. Yeah, on the pre-show, of course. <laughs> and then that would lead to a match on the payback pre-show. Uh, should go back to the main. Should go back to the main match. Uh, yeah. No one was in attendance really. Uh, that was Mania Thirty Two, and right. everyone had trouble getting into the arena. That's so right. There was like that's the right. The U.S. title match. <laughs> it was like the. Uh, uh, remember the time the Hardys had a pre-show match with uh, Jason Jordan against, against yeah somebody, Misteraj. Yeah, was it, yeah maybe it was Misteraj. It, yeah. Nobody was in like nobody was in the audience because they had trouble getting. It was in. like a two hundred five crowd. Yeah, like, like it was bad. But yeah, but, this is yeah, payback. All right, so uh, uh, yeah, Cleso and Ryback would have matches on the pre-shows of WrestleMania thirty two and Payback. I'm oh. surprised that they got pre-showed twice. Honestly, I'm not. Especially, I mean, but with the United States Championship, I am like that. Shouldn't like you shouldn't. That's what I was saying. Like you US shouldn't title. book you shouldn't book your championship that bad to where you're on the pre-show for two pay-per-views in a row, especially on the biggest show of the year. Yeah, like, first match on the pre-show too. It's not good. Like opening match for the pre-show. But yeah, uh, both of these matches, the Silverback would lose. So, all right, but, Kenneth. So what happened on the Kalisto match? And so, well, for the payback match, actually. Pay, uh, this, yeah, 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 payback. Yeah. Uh, good to hear Mauro Nello on commentary. Oh, yeah. In, uh, yeah. Anything. Uh, Mauro, he mentions uh, he mentions Magnum, T- Magnum TA and Nikita Koloff. Uh, Byron has no clue what he's talking about. It just blows him off. <laughs> yeah. And then he mentions Michael P.S. Hayes and Stan Hansen. And no, like nothing. Uh, even Corey Graves is just like, no, you're good. Was Corey, Corey Graves on commentary, right? Um, I don't remember. I, I know Saxon was. Yeah, I know Saxon was. It might have been Corey yeah. Graves. I don't remember. But like they blew him off both times. But I thought that was uh, – which is Magnum TA and just Byron Saxon just, just completely blows it off. What? <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, go on. Anyway. So decent, decent-ish reaction for Kalisto here. Mm. Uh, not much of one for Ryback except for whenever he does the CM Punk taunt on the, on the ramp. This and this is right whenever like, and, okay, a good uh, to explain to everybody. Uh, this is whenever CM Punk, um, uh, or no, no, not CM Punk. Ryback wants to leave. He's made it known on Twitter, everything yes. that he wants to leave, and he has heat backstage, and he like he's been tweeting like, uh, don't be surprised when you see uh, Ryborg enter the impact zone, like yeah. all this stuff. Like he actually wants to leave. Thus, the uh, or no, I'm sure you're gonna get into this, so go on. 
And uh, so after he does the punk uh, thing on the ramp, he he turns his back to the camera, and you see the greatest thing mm-hmm. he's ever done. Yep. The pre-show stopper belt. Yes. <laughs> the best idea. Which, have you heard about, like, what the story of that? Um, I'm just going to assume he was pissed. No, 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 no. Um, he was he was upset, but uh, like uh, I've I've listened to his podcast, like highlights from his podcast, and he said that before he went out, like he had that on, and like some producers are like, dude, you can't wear that out there, like you can't, and uh, yeah. he, so he's like, what are you gonna do, fire me? I'm uh, and which he wanted to be fired, so he went out there with a pretty yeah, I mean. <laughs> He could have went out there with a TNA belt if he wanted to. He should have. <laughs> That would have been great. They would have had to censor it, too. Oh, yeah. Probably. Kevin Dunn. Just, yeah. Gosh. Just his whole body. Yeah. All right. So, but, carry on. So, first off, like, arguably two of the best things that he's ever done, the CM Punk and then the pre-show Stop Rebel at the same time. Yeah. That's why we chose this match over the WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, crowd immediately chants Goldberg at him. Like, doesn't even... Bother. Five years after his Ryback debut. Yeah, he's been Ryback. He's had the Ryback gimmick for five years, and they're still chanting Goldberg. But then again, this is right after he started wearing trunks. Oh yeah, black trunks, black knee pads, black boots. Mm-hmm. But but he's wearing, wearing like, like but he's wearing a tie like trunk. He doesn't look yeah, exactly does. like Goldberg, but he does look like Goldberg though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be fair, so. They start with Ryback, like, asking for a handshake, and he just smacks Kalisto down immediately. Mm-hmm. And so he slams him into the ground a lot, and then he gets him to, into a headlock. Kalisto shoves him off as the crowd chants, you can't wrestle at Yeah, Ryback. which is absolute. I mean, it's, it's, which, they'll be wrong. Like, just, just carry on. Oh, by the way, would, Kalisto is over here. Yeah, he was actually pretty over. Yeah. For U.S. champion Kalisto. Then again, this was Chicago. Yeah, oh, yeah. You gotta think about that. And, uh, so, yeah, they crisscross, and Kalisto knocks him out of the ring with a monkey flip, and then he hits Ryback with a suicide dive. And then Kalisto goes for a corkscrew plancha, oh, but he doesn't gosh. jump far enough. Yeah, he doesn't jump far enough, saved, and so Ryback has to catch him. Saved his life. Yeah. That was like, he nuts. Would, that was 100%. Yeah. Like, so, one good thing Ryback has done this match. Right. right, this but, probably is like his best singles match. I'll say that right now. But yeah, um, uh, yeah, I love this match. Not not gimmick, not gimmick matches or anything. Just normal wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, but did you get a did you get a, a camp WWE at WWE? I day? did. I did get that. Yeah. I did get that. Just wanted to point that out. All right. Uh, so they get back in the ring, and then Ryback throws him into the turmoil. It looked awesome. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Ryback runs at him, and he hits the turnbuckle, and then Kalisto goes for a tornado DDT from the apron, but he gets countered into a vertical suplex. Thought that looked cool. Yeah, really. Too. And then that's where I got the can't do it yet, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, we go back, and big guy has him in a headlock. And so Kalisto gets driven into the ring post and then into the turnbuckle, and then he goes for a springboard moonsault, but Ryback catches him. And then Kalisto hits a tornado DDT out of it. Mm-hmm. Thought that was a good spot. Uh, Ryback goes to a suplex to the outside from the apron. That was never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, ever. <laughs> uh, 
Kalisto hits Ryback with a springboard DDT, like, on the oh, apron, though. That was amazing. I that was awesome. That, I have that written down. It was amazing DDT. Yeah. But but he came bumped it. Yeah, he t- I would, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but he took it 100% would, on the shoulder. Like, I feel like that would hurt your shoulder. Like, it would yeah. it'd be better to just take it off the forehead. But no. They mentioned it on commentary. Yeah. They took it all on the shoulder. Yeah. But uh, springboard crossbody, one count. Springboard corkscrew, two count. Then Ryback goes for a power bomb, but Kalisto counters that with a sunset flip. Yep, just for two. Which Ryback barely made, because like you have to like whenever you're giving a sunset flip, your legs have to be long and wide enough to give that dude in between your legs so you can pin him. So Ryback yeah. barely, and Ryback, this huge dude, has to fit in between Kalisto's legs. Tiny little Kalisto. Yeah. And so I have here, here just Kalisto does some flippy stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he hits Ryback with a hur- spike Hurricane Rana. Always a cool move. Yeah. So he goes for a Salido del Sol, and then he gets countered into a shell shock attempt. But then Kalisto gets out and goes for a roll up, but he gets a spine buster from Ryback. Ryback actually had a decent spine buster. Yeah. But, um. Was this after so, or before he, the military press? Uh, this is before. Okay. So then Ryback goes to the top for his shooting star press, but Kalisto kicks him in the head. And goes for an avalanche hurricane rod up, but he gets countered by Rebek, and he hits an avalanche av- military press. That, that was, was awesome. nuts. Yeah. That would kind of suck for Rebek, too, wouldn't it? Just yeah. like his ankles. Yeah, it wouldn't be good. He could have had a, uh, he definitely could have had a, a Sid Vicious super big boot moment. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's, probably why, that's probably why no one does that move often. Yeah. So he goes back to the top, and he goes for his not quite a frog splash. Oh, it was awful. Like, he just flies his limbs. He's, he did that for a while, didn't he? Like, that was a finish. Maybe. He was just a big guy flying in the air, like, flailing his arms. Yeah, but they would call it a frog splash. But, uh, Kalisto moves out of the way for that, hits it to Salido del Sol, and he retains the U.S. title. Yep. And... So, yeah. And then after this match, like, Jerry Lawler said, like, wow, that was Ryback's best match, thanks to Kalisto. <laughs> it just buries him. <laughs> it, was a, it was a... I loved that match. Yeah, I liked like it. That was probably my favorite match out of anything we've ever seen. Uh, match that I've watched. <laughs> it was, like, it was a good match, except for the pre-show. And I remember, like, online after the pay-per-view, like, people were saying, this match was amazing. Like, it was really yeah, good. Yeah, people were saying the Rebex should have won, actually. Yeah. And, but, but, of course, people were marking out over the pre-show stopper belt. Oh, of course, and, and the CM Punk. Oh, and the CM Punk entrance, because he didn't care. But, okay, yeah, soon after this pay-per-view, or do you have any other thoughts? Um, I have to say, like, I wish he didn't have to do the CM Punk thing to get a reaction. Yeah, I agree. At that point, you know? But it, it, like, it, think, it got him heat in the office. And... Yeah, I think it being in Chicago, like, that's the only place you should do. Yeah, totally. Anywhere else, no. Yep. But, um, yeah, easily Ryback's best match, like, if you don't count gimmick matches or anything. Yep, like, just a good wrestling match. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Awesome match. But, all right, anyways, soon after this, Ryback uh, posts on his Instagram. The big guy, Ryback, would like to wish the WWE the best in their future endeavors. From this point forward, myself and the WWE will no longer be conducting business together. I would like to personally say thank you to all the WWE performers whom I've had the pleasure of being in the ring with. Monday, August 8th, feedmemore.com, 
going live Monday, August 8th, the Feed Me More clothing line. Wake up, it's feeding time. My motivational book coming out soon. And Feed Me More Nutrition, premium quality sports supplements coming out soon. The big guy Ryback is also going to be wrestling a full schedule. So for booking information, please use bookthebigguy at yahoo.com. I would like to say thank you to everybody out there. And successful people are always hungry. What are you? Feed me more. All right. So after that recording, uh, you know, Ryback wished the Fed the best in their future endeavors. Yeah. And the, he fired them. He yeah. The, the big guy would go into the Indies and do absolutely nothing there. I mean, absolutely nothing. Like you have Cody Rhodes go into the Indies and uh, win a bunch of championships for like GFW and. Uh, New Era Wrestling. Like all... You have Drew McIntyre, went to the Indies, won a bunch of championships, came back. Yeah, like you have um, you have a bunch of guys that leave the, w, the WWE. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was like a Jinder Mahal. Like, Jinder Mahal left or got released. From the... Yeah, he was on the Indies, but he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. But then again, Jinder Mahal wasn't as big of a name as Ryback was whenever he left. No. And... Oh gosh, what was it? We were t- we talked about this the other. We talked about this talked about this last night. Uh, how much was he charging? Five thousand. Five thousand for, for one indie show. That is insane. That blows my yeah, mind. Yeah, that's why. Probably, that's why he didn't do anything because no one wanted to pay that much just for Ryback. I mean, of course, like he became. He got decent by the end of his run. Yeah. I mean, like he was, but not five thousand. That that match showed that he was a uh, that he could that he could work, and of course you know, pro wrestling gorilla isn't going to pick him up. Uh, uh, he's not going to go wrestle for CZW anytime soon. But dude, Ryback would be a great deathmatch wrestler. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> but yeah, the big guys went to the Indies. Still at the Indies to this day. Uh, However, yeah, just yesterday. Just January 15th, 2018, uh, Ryback has said that he handled his departures well. Yes, and he has good relationships with several people in the company. And he is positive that he will return and it will happen sometime. No. <laughs> it's not. It's, I, I, if he returns, I could see it maybe, possibly. But gosh, he's like Raven burned bridges. Yeah, like after everything he said. Yes, it, it blows on, and he's he, still running a podcast talking crap about the Fed to this day. It's it's. Yeah, he talked crap about basically everyone who was ever in the main event out of every, like Cena, and then Punk, obviously. It's I mean, so yeah. Is he going by Ryback? He's I thought he he, he changed his name he goes to Ryback. By, he he legally changed his name to Ryback, which is insane to me. But um, he goes by Ryback and the big guy on the Indies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So. What a guy. That What a guy. What a big guy. So, there is uh, Ryback's career retrospective. Yeah, the story of the Ryback. The story of Ryan Allen Reeves. From Tough Enough contestant to podcast hosts talking crap about a company he used to be in. The highest of positions. And having big heat 
with CM Philbrook, Philbrooks, like punk. I mean, it's God. I hope he listens to this and just like trashes our entire podcast. Even bring it, bring it, stuff. bring it, Greaves, bring it, dude. But we said some pretty nice stuff about him, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, you had, yeah. Keep that in yeah. mind while you're meat hooking us into another country. Yeah. Or normal hooking us. Yeah. And get back up. <laughs> All right. So that concludes this episode, the first episode of the Flaming Table Podcast. Uh, anything to say? Have a, have a flaming day. Have a flaming day. Flaming day. Uh, thanks for listening to Be this, on- this uh, hour plus long podcast. Maybe we'll do another hour plus long podcast. Maybe we'll shorten it. It, it all depends. All one of you. To all one of you that is still listening. Yeah. You're. Yep. Uh, I have a shout out. See if this guy actually listened to the podcast. I, mean, I really hope he does. He's a really cool dude. So, Notorious Star on Instagram. Uh, really cool dude. Uh, works for another podcast or another, like, wrestling. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to call it, the company. But, uh, the wrestlingclassic.com. Uh, listen to them or check them out. And yeah, we're basically uh, just gonna all take our way to the top. Yep, that's exactly what it is. And uh, while you guys are at it, follow my wrestling. Wow. Instagram what account. Sinton, Sinton, but the O is a zero. Or look up Sinton Wrestling. You are the worst. Uh, that's that's where I find uh my wrestling interests and. Kenneth Kane, you have anything you want to shout out or say? Um, Ryback, I will fight you. I will fight you right now. All right. That's it. All right. So. Don't, don't do it, though, because you'll eat me. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you guys soon.